On tonight's show, we have actress and creative, Jordan Johnson. And now, for your host, Cool Paul. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show, Kicking It With Cool Card. This is episode 149. If you didn't catch last week, that was episode 148. With A. Tyshawn Wilson, he is a singer, he is a creative, he's an educator. He is doing great things. He, his, he, <laughs> Listen, he is destined and determined to perform on the BET Awards, so make sure that you support this man. He's like an R&B, um, what's his name? Uh, God, I'm it slipping my mind. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. He's like an R&B Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. So if you did not catch the episode, please go check it out. Check out his music videos. Check out his music on all streaming platforms he's very creative very talented so yeah check him out also is streaming on um apple and spotify if you do not like to watch videos so for your listening pleasure i got you check it out all the links are in the description so i appreciate you if you check that out if this is your first time tuning in i do invite you to subscribe so i can continue giving giving you this goodness and giving you these great people that i bring on here to tell their stories and their journeys and kind of you know, just give you the value that they have that they can provide you uh, from their journeys and their experiences. So without further ado tonight, I have an actress. She's a creative. She is chasing purpose. She goes by the name of Jordan Johnson. Uh, yeah, man, it, it's going to be a great night. I'm telling you, it's going to be a great conversation. I know it is. She's a budding actress. Like I said, she is chasing chasing purpose. And you're going to get to indulge in what she has to offer tonight. Every night, I bring you value. I can't do this without you. You understand? I do this for you. I can't do it without you, and I mean that. Without further ado, like I said, let me stop talking. Let's just get into it and see what Jordan has going on. Let's get it, y'all. Welcome to the show, Miss Jordan Johnson. Hi. <laughs> What's up? It's so great to have you on. Um, it's been a long time coming. We've, we've known each other for a while. So we do know each other, everybody. We do know each other. Um, yeah. And it's been a long time coming, but we finally got her here to share her story, to share her dreams, her aspirations, and all the greatness that she has inside of her, right? I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, I love it, I love it. Well, I don't know if you've seen my other episodes, but I do like to start every show with a prayer. Are you okay with that? Of course. Listen, if God is in, I don't want to be a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So let's get it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for just gathering us here, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, for a great conversation. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just pray and ask that we have a great show. We thank you for life, love, happiness, food on the table, clothes on our back, shoes on our feet, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for this day. We thank you for all the days that have passed. We thank you for all that you are doing in our lives right now and everything that's to come, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, in all days in front of us. Lord Jesus, we just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. We can't do it without you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, sister. Amen. Who snaps up for that? <laughs> yes. Two claps. Yes, two claps. Get it. I ain't going to do all that. I might look a certain way, but you know, I'm going to let you have <laughs> But no, seriously, though, Jordan, thank you for coming on the show. Like I said, it's been a minute. We've been trying to coordinate this. Finally got you on here. Um, I have, I've had a lot of actors and actresses on lately, so I had to spread you guys out, too. So I couldn't just pile you okay. up, you know, back and back and back. But I will say this. I could have. I didn't want to. I could have because everybody's journey is different. Everybody has a different story. So it's all relevant to any given show, any number of show, whether it's 148, 149, 150. I got all actors and actresses. It doesn't matter. You all have a story to tell, right? Right. What's your story? Where did your story start? Because I know 
you were into athletics before you were a budding actress and lending your creativity to the screen, right? So give us a little background on Jordan and, and how you got your start and everything. Or where you come from, pretty much. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia. So I'm from the 757. Um, and I grew up in a household of athletes. So okay. my two older sisters, my brother, my mom, my dad, we all played sports. And me and my older sisters and my brother, we played soccer. So okay. my dad was very, my dad's from Jamaica and he played soccer mm. in Jamaica. And so he wanted to um, teach us a sport where there's not a lot of black people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as opposed to basketball, he was like, I want you guys to dominate in soccer. And so that's where I got my start. So at the age of four, I was playing soccer and that's where, that's the path that I thought that I was going to go. I wanted to be the Serena Williams of soccer. Of because soccer. I didn't see, yeah, I didn't see any black girls that I knew who looked like me. And so yeah. um, that was that was one of my goals. Um, but I ended up getting injured. Oh, yeah. Dang. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask for that. That explains it. Mm-hmm. So, so it, was an inju- it was an injury that was pretty much a career ending. You couldn't. You, your career in it or it happened three times oh wow so, yeah so i had acl surgery or oh, ACL, okay. i tore my acl three times three times the same three one times. uh two times on my left once on my right oh mm-hmm. what do you looking back on that what do you feel that do you feel like there was some underdeveloped muscle do you feel like it was just a luck of the draw like how does it because I played football and I never had like a major injury whatsoever. Thank God, you know, so I never had to go through that. What is going through the mind of an athlete who wants that so badly? And that's, that's what you love. And that's what you know, what goes through your mind when that happens? And like, do you start thinking like all the things that you thought you, you maybe you could have done that could have prevented that? Like, I'm just asking questions here. What, what, what yeah. Um, I think the first time I, I kind of, I, Looking back on it now, I think everything happens for a reason, right? But when it happened, I was like, the day before, my dad told me to come to the gym with him. And I and I was like, no, I want to chill. And so looking back, I'm like, if I would have went to the gym, and then the next day, I, I think I had a or the two days later, I had a game. I think if I would have strengthened that muscle, I think that's what went through my head. Like, if I would have strengthened uh, that muscle, okay. maybe that wouldn't have happened. Um, but it's definitely tough. It's one of those things where, um, ACL is not one of those quick, quick, uh, quick recoveries. It's like six to nine months. It's like, it's like a year and and you, you don't get your mobility, mobility back for, you know, three to six months. So it's definitely hard, um, (laughs) when you're going through it and when it happens, but I will say it was very prevalent, um, when I was playing, almost every girl that I, a, a lot of girls that I knew tore their ACL. Wow. Yeah. So after the third time, you were just like, you know what? I just, you just said, yeah. you didn't want to, you didn't like, want to have that experience no more, right? Yeah. I think the first time I was like, okay, okay. Second time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> third time. I'm like, you know, three times a charm. And so it's time to, um, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, so what 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 age were you when you tore your ACL? I was twelve. Oh my god! Twelve years old going through that. I was twelve years old. That was the first time, um, and I didn't have surgery until I was fourteen. So my dad wanted to wait until um, I guess I developed and my growth. Like he was worried about my growth plates, and so he right. waited till I was fourteen. So you um, sat out two years. I set out two years from soccer, but I ended up running track. <laughs> Wait, with a self with a self healing ACL, you were running track. Yes. Oh my yes. god! So, do you think that contributed to you tearing it again because you didn't really give it a rest? You know, may, it could be. It could be because, but but track is just a straight just a straight yeah. line. So yeah. I'm not moving laterally like I am with soccer. Right. So. Oh my God. So you ran track, and then yeah. what? What happened after? Okay. So let me hold on. Let's let's backtrack real quick because I was mm-hmm. recently told 
like I said, I never had this happen to me before. But I was mm-hmm. recently told that a trainer, someone told me that a trainer told them that a lot of athletes are tearing their ACLs more and more these days because they're not focusing on strengthening their hips. If their mm-hmm. hips are weak, their ACL is, is subject to be weak and subject to tear easily. That's what I was mm-hmm. told. So they're saying, like, you can look at a lot of these athletes and how they train and just look at their figure and tell that their hips are not strengthened. They don't work on their hips. So they're mm-hmm. tearing they're tearing their ACLs and MCLs and all that. Mm-hmm. Do you find any truth in that? Do you do have you ever heard that? I was just recently told. Um hips. No, not necessarily. Um, for me, I was told I'm flat footed. So that could have been a reason. But then also my older sisters, they tore theirs their ACLs too. So it became this running joke, like the surgeon, the, the surgeon, he did all of our surgeries. So he was like, what's, what's, what's going on with these sisters? And he was like, we should do a study on them. Oh my God. So they all, all of you tore your ACLs. All of us tore And you all play soccer. And we all play soccer. Yeah. And you all just said, forget it. Like, I am not going through this anymore. <laughs> Essentially. My, my older sisters played longer than I did. And they, they continue. They played college i didn't play through college but okay but yeah but i will say it is happening i feel like in the in the past 10 10 years yeah it's it's picked up more yeah. people and i think like 20 years ago it wasn't really a it thing. wasn't a thing you never really yeah. heard about it you know you see all these yeah. players in the nfl tearing their acls are out the whole entire season back in the 90s i'm dating myself but Back in the 90s, you didn't see that. You, you didn't really hear about that. You know, it was right. like a high ankle sprain or or just a broken leg, period. But it wasn't ACL, MCL, ACL. That's all you hear nowadays. Achilles. Like, what are you guys doing? I, well, you know what? I, I, um, I think for the NFL, it's more so that they don't practice much anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the 90s, early 2000s, they had five days of practice, like, hitting like full pads hitting full speed nowadays they may practice two days maybe three and then they don't even take you to the ground they you know what i mean so when you get in that game your body's like whoa it's shock you know what i'm saying yeah so and you know it's high level high intensity sports so yeah now so what i'm hearing i'm 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 grabbing all this from you what i'm hearing i'm gonna throw Mm -hmm. it back at you tell me if i'm right or wrong what i'm hearing is is that when your life took a change. Like, okay, of course, your life shifted at that point. But mm-hmm. is that the point where you started really thinking about purpose? You were questioning things like, man, I wanted this. This is all I knew. I grew up doing this, playing this game. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of taken from me. Like, what is really my purpose? Is Because I know you're big on purpose. Is that when you started questioning purpose and thinking about yeah, it? I think, I think purpose has always been a thing for me. Like, and I will date back to when I was nine years old. My dad had a book called The Purpose Driven Life. Mm-hmm. That's when Oprah, like Oprah had this yeah. whole thing and that book was going crazy. And so I remember looking at that book and that was the first time when I was like, okay, what is my purpose? But yes, injury after injury, you start to question, okay, like I had, I had this plan of what I wanted to do. Right. And then God's like, you, oh, you thought, oh, you really thought, <laughs> So, yeah, I think after the third time, that's when I, you know, I was like, okay, well, like, what am I supposed to be doing if I'm not doing something that I've done for years? Yeah. I mean, I for 16 years. Yeah. Wow. How did you, so when, when, when was it when you, when it hit you, like, you know what, okay, I'm okay with moving on now, and let me go chase something else. Let me go chase another passion of mine. When did that hit you? I think, I think after the third, the third time, I think that's when I was like, okay, we're done here. Were you, were you tired? Were you just tired? Yeah, I think I I wanted to, I wanted to play at the collegiate level. um, But I think, yeah, when it happened, I was like, I don't want to be on crutches again. Um, It's my senior year in high school. Um, I've been on crutches throughout, you know, my, my high school years and I don't want to be on did you feel did you feel alleviated in a, in a in a way when you made your decision 
Um, I wouldn't say alleviate is not the word I would use. I think um, I, I, I stood strong on my decision, but was it hard? Absolutely. When you've played something for so long and, you know, you want to see it through and you want to see where you could go. Because sometimes I did think about it, I'm like, well, if this didn't happen, where where could I have been? Right. Now, what I mean by alleviated is this. Mm-hmm. I'm going a little deeper here. There's a struggle. There's an inner struggle. You're at war with yourself when there, when you're at a crossroads. When you're like, God, is this for me? Like, I want this, and but this keeps happening to me. You know, should I continue? I want to continue, but should I adhere to maybe what you're trying to show me and tell me and, and go down another path in my life? I'm talking about that struggle right there because that's a struggle. You you still want it, even though you were still battling with your injuries and this and that and the third, but soccer is what you love. Soccer is what you knew. It's what mm-hmm. you grew up doing. It was part of your, it was your life pretty much. Yeah. Were you alleviated when that struggle was over? When you finally made up your mind, like, okay, I'm going to just part ways with soccer and go do my thing. That's what I'm talking about, alleviated. Because yeah. it's a struggle. Okay, yeah. In, in that aspect, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because I was like, I, and I've told this story a million times, like I'm going to it, but that's how I felt with music. God was mm-hmm. looking at my soul like, it's not for you anymore. I couldn't reason with it. I couldn't understand it because that's mm-hmm. all I've known since I was about eight years old. You know, mm-hmm. it's all I've done. It's all I was, you know aspired to do and be and all that so i dedicated my life to it passed up on numerous opportunities you know to go into the regular workforce and lifestyle and all that right numerous opportunities to chase my dream and i'm not a quitter but when god speaks you gotta listen right god's showing you it's not for you it's just not for you no matter how bad you want it no matter how bad it hurts and when I got through that struggle and I gave it up, I was so alleviated and I didn't look back. I didn't regret it. I didn't feel like a quitter because it's what God has for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People on the outside looking in might be like, oh, he gave up. He quit, whatever. But I'm okay with that because opinions don't matter to me. I right. know what God has for me. So that's what I meant. That's why I was asking that question because it's yeah. a struggle. It's a struggle when you want something so bad, but you know yeah. God is showing you different. It's a struggle. It is. And then when you were like, all right, God. And then I, I just felt it. You got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you got it. You got it. You got it. Show me what's next, you know? So right. bef- now, before we get into the acting conversation, because that's what unfolds after that, and it's mm-hmm. what you're doing now, I want to show a recent commercial that you did, that you mm-hmm. put on Instagram. It's showing your athletic skills <laughs> and your love for yeah. soccer all over again and meshing the two together, which is beautiful. So mm-hmm. I want to show everybody that and then we'll come back and we'll jump into the acting. All right. Cool. <laughs> you got some skills though, for sure. When I saw that, I was like, oh, because I know you said you're an athlete and I know you mentioned mm-hmm. track before, but I wasn't sure about the soccer. When I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So tell us a little, bit about, a little bit about that. Did they reach out to you? Who are you? Who is that for? Like, talk about that. So it's for a, a water brand. It's a Nigerian um, water brand called Ase. And so it's a Black-owned um, business. And the water is actually really good. It's alkaline water. Okay. Um, and I have a friend who um, does videography for Ase. And so shout out to Enoch <laughs> if you're watching this. Um, but, yeah, he, he shot the video edited it and um it was so much fun it was raining that day too oh for real yeah oh wow you can't even tell yeah yeah that was dope good quality too i like that i like that definitely um i saw the scar on your leg too now that you said acl i saw that scar oh yeah Mm-hmm. Battle scars, boy. The battle scars. It's like a. It looks like a slanted smiley face. <laughs> yeah. Smiling back at you. It's yeah. all good though. You're here now. Hey, you. So you were in Virginia then. What? Mm-hmm. What brought you down to Atlanta? Was it acting, or where did life turn? Where did life take you after you decided? You know, soccer's over with. Did you go to college? Like, what happened? Uh, so after seeing, I did go to college. Okay. I went to Virginia Tech, okay. um, and that's where I 
decided, you know what, I could do acting. So I was in a play. Um, but after the play finished, I because I lived in Virginia, I was like, there aren't that many opportunities for me. And that's when I was like, you know what, I got to let this dream of acting go. Oh, no. School, yeah, I'm in school doing my thing. Where life changes is right before I graduate. Um, that's when I experienced anxiety like I've never experienced before. Um, and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I didn't know what's next. And I remember um, walking across the stage and having this big smile on my face. But on the inside, I was I was hurting, and, and no no one knew, no one knew what to tell. Um, and I I went back home to Norfolk, the same place, and um, I watched as some of my friends they you know they moved they moved to different states they they had these jobs, and I went back to the same. I worked at a Mexican restaurant. I went yeah. back to the same Mexican restaurant, and I. I just didn't know what was next in life. And it, it got to a point where it got dark. And I remember I told God, I said, if I don't have a purpose, then why am I here? Not, I didn't want to hurt myself, but I was like, what's, what is my purpose? Right. Um, and so every Sunday I would go to church. I would be, I was bawling every, every Sunday I was in church and every message was specifically for me. And little did I know he was working out things in the background. And he's like, you, you don't know. You don't know what's next. I wanted to go to L.A. That's where I wanted to go. But I looked at my bank account and there was no money in there. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of money in there. Um, and I'm so grateful that I didn't make that rash decision because I think I was in such a vulnerable place. But I don't know if I would be the person that I am today had I went to L.A., had I really tried to chase, chase my dream and in the in the space that I was in. I probably, I probably would have did some things that weren't in, within my character. So you think, you think L.A. would have gotten the best of you, that Hollywood? I think like, definitely would have gotten the best of me. Yeah, Hollywood, you definitely have to be prepared. You definitely have to be in a certain uh, mental space, headspace. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, I lived out there, so I know. You definitely got to be strong, willed, minded, not subjected to influence. Yeah. You just got to really know who you are. You really got to know who you are. That's pretty much what it is. You got to know who you are, know what you stand for, and know what you will not fall for in L.A. Right. Because there's so many slick talking, fast talking, the lifestyle you want to, you know, mm-hmm. you want to indulge. It's, it's a mess. But anyways, continue. Um, and so what really brought me to Atlanta was a job opportunity so my sister um, she worked in construction and and, um, she was like would you be interested in doing that because at this point I'm like I'll do it I I looked into every other job opportunity that typically I wouldn't look at because I was like I don't know what I'm going to do with my life so I was like okay so I come down here and Things work in my favor, and they offer me an internship, and so okay. that brought me brought me to Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. So, what was it? Because I ask anybody who's moved down here to Atlanta and who mm-hmm. is aspiring to act, what was the turning point for you on like, like really getting into your groove in the industry out here? You know, because you can take classes. Was it classes? You know, mm-hmm. you meet a film director that just put you in a short or indie and it took off or, you know, was it was it classes? Was it getting an agent? What was it for you that you feel like sparked it for you and was like, OK, I'm here now and I know what my purpose is and I know what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do? Mm. I definitely think. Um, it was classes for sure, but I think the project that I've worked on that I was like, okay, like I want to do more of this was a, a project that I did called 1966. Okay. Um, it was a love story of two college students set in 1966 and the work that I had to do to prepare for that character. Um, I did a lot of research, did a lot of research and it was um, set in the most racist town in Georgia, um, which is okay. 
Forsyth County. And yeah. so the research that I did uh, for that and just becoming like that character was me. Um, and I have like a deep connection with that character. So for sure, I think that was that was the one when I was like, OK, this is what because I felt I felt I felt so connected. So you yeah. found the inner life of that character is what you found. Yeah. Yeah. And you made it you. You made it your own. And yeah. yeah you lived through that. So that's when you felt kind of like, ah, I've arrived. Like, I I got this, you know? Is that, is I that wouldn't say I've arrived. No, I you think. No, 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 no. Let me stop you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop you. Because now you're talking small. Don't say that. Yes. You arrived. You're right. You're right. You you're arrived. Right. You're right. Because Absolutely. you accomplished something. You were on screen. You you found the inner life of a character, and you did it right, yes. and you felt and it, and it made you feel good about it. Am I Absolutely. correct? Absolutely. So then you arrived. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Just because you're not on the big screen or a, a, a Tyler Perry film or a Steven Spielberg, don't think of that as arriving. No, you arrived. You found yeah, you. You found you because guess what? I'm an actor. You're an actor. Deja is an actor. Everybody's an actor that we know, right? Yeah. Some of us might not ever get on the big screen. Mm-hmm. But did they fail? No. No. What is your definition of success? That's subjective, and that's for anybody mm-hmm. to answer, right? But what is your definition of success? Because the odds are some of us will never get on the big screen. Yeah. That's just a reality that you have to live with. But if you are living in your purpose and you are acting fulfilling your purpose and fulfilling your dream and your desires and you feel great about it and you're doing great work, you have arrived. You're successful. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Teachers yeah. don't get paid the most money, but if that's what they love to do and it fulfills them and they're making a difference in somebody else's life, they've arrived. They're right. living in their purpose. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you, know, you know, that's what... A lot of kids need to understand that mm-hmm. because nowadays with social media, YouTube and all that blowing up, exploding, everybody wants to be famous, but everybody's mm-hmm. famous and you have to get yeah. over that. Understand yeah. that you can have those dreams and I'm not saying that you won't, mm-hmm. but there's a 90% chance that you won't. Yeah. 10% chance that you will. Right. So what right. about the 90%? What are you going to do about that? You're going to go jump off a building, kill yourself, be depressed the rest of your life because you didn't accomplish that 10%. That's that's really that's reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely is. It's reality, but you have to be happy inside and okay with. You just have to be okay with fulfilling your desires and your dreams and your goals by living in that, living in yeah. it. If you're living in it and you're acting. Then why are you not happy? Because you want the fame, you want the money. Well, you can get money doing something else. You can have a million dollar idea, but you're suppressing that because you're chasing the money and the fame. Well, you can have the million dollars over here doing something else because you're brilliant in another space. We all are. Yeah. Put that intellect to work over here. Make that million dollars that you're chasing over here that you may never get because everybody wants that. Mm -hmm. You could be happy and live a fulfilled life. Take your trips, foreign trips, exotic cars fancy dinners, all that. <laughs> because that's that's what you're chasing over here. Yeah. That's what most, not, not everybody, but that's what most, especially the kids, that's what they're chasing over here are want to be yeah. famous, right? But you can still have this lifestyle if you use your intellect and go and make a million dollars or a couple million dollars or $20 million company over here and still act. Now you got freedom to act more. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But instead, yeah. they're chasing fame, money, they don't get it, they're depressed. Whatever, 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 you know. Yeah. Anyway, I forget what the hell I was even talking about, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You're talking about arriving. But no, I, I do want to say, though, how I feel about whatever project that I'm a part of, short, whatever project, I treat it as if it's a major, yes. a major production. Yes. I show up on time. I make sure, you know, I have all my stuff in my lines because that's just who I am. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I, and I say this a lot. I say... 
being on set is like the most magical place ever. And I don't care if it's a short, I don't care if it's an indie, a major production, a TV show. When you're on set, that outside world doesn't even exist. It just feels magical, right? Yeah. So if it feels magical on any level, how are you not arriving? How are you not living in your purpose? How can you not be happy? You're working. You're working. But a lot of us want to be recognized and noticed and chase the fame and the money. So we're not happy with the small, I don't even want to say small, but you understand. With the big things that we've accomplished. But, exactly. But yeah, no, I, I, I exactly. Yeah, because it's, not, it's not about money or it's not about the fame. This is, yeah. for, for me, it's about the impact. Yeah. And it's making people feel like if I can move you to tears or move you to laughter, like I did what I was set out to do. Exactly. And, and, the, and listen, don't get me wrong. If Hollywood is your goal, if you want to be a mega movie star and this and that and the third, Fine. I'm not telling you not to dream big. I'm not telling you you will never make that. But these indies and these shorts are the small wins. Quote unquote small wins. Those small wins add up to the big ones. And we have to appreciate that and respect it. Because if you don't appreciate that and respect that, and like you said, show up on time and treat it like it's a major production, what are you going to do when you get there? You're not prepared because you didn't act the part. You didn't I don't want to say act the part. You didn't prepare yourself to be on that level when you get there. Yeah. Now you're on set, unprofessional. You're not showing up on time. You know, you're insulting yeah. people. You don't know the etiquette because you didn't practice it. Because you took it for granted because all that stuff was beneath you. You know what I mean? But who were you at the time? You, you know, in the bigger scheme of things, like who were you to be turning your nose up to, oh, I'm on this indie film or this short you know, it is what it is, you know. That's how people act, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and, I've and, heard it. And you shouldn't, and you shouldn't because, what's that saying? How you do anything is how you do everything. And yes. it's like, these shorts that you're a part of are preparing you for those major roles yes. that, you're, that you're trying to accomplish or that you're trying to get. And so you should always take it seriously. Like, And you never, here's the thing, you never know who's watching. You never know who knows who like you don't know that that person knows this person and will provide you with your next opportunity and that's yes. why I'm here. you know I, I speak to everyone I'm nice to everyone and you know just treat people good come do your have fun yeah but do what you're supposed to do do, do your yeah. job do it well just be a professional man and respect yeah. people's time you know because you don't have to be there you know how many times I've been on like a indie set and people are saying Man, I walked off here. I ain't even getting paid for this. Like, come on. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's bigger than you. It is. It Stop is. it. Be yeah. appreciative that they even thought about you to cast right. you for this. You know, regardless of what the budget looks like or regardless of the lack thereof or even the quality, you know, people yeah. have to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Let's get into your reel. I want to show your reel. Let's let's see. I, the the film that you're talking about is on your reel. Am I correct? It is on my reel. Yeah, let's check that out. We're going to get back. We're going to talk a little bit more. Good Thank work. You. Good work. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> yes. Are you are you with an agent? Yes. You are. Who are you with? And my talent. Okay. All right. Cool. How long have you been with them? So going on, we're in October, 10 months. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're fresh. When when did you move to Atlanta? What year was that? 2018. 2018. Okay, so not too long ago. So you're fresh. You're fresh yeah. off the boat. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. What was the biggest obstacle for you when you moved down here or the biggest adjustment? Ooh. Being in a new environment. Just trying to figure um, your way out. Figure way yeah, so being in a being in a new environment because I've I've only lived in Virginia. I've lived in Virginia. My, I was living in Virginia my whole life before I moved down here. Okay. Um, so that was that was the biggest thing, and I think also trying to figure out how was I going to make friends as 
outside of college. Right. I'm like, it was always set up for me to know someone or connect to someone. So it was like, when I moved down here, um, how do you make friends? Like, do I tell, like, ooh, I like your shirt. Like, you want to be friends? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure acting class helped though, right? Acting class did help. But I think the biggest thing for me, I was very intentional, right? Okay. So when I moved down here, um, again, I had a conversation with God and I was like, look, um, I want to be intentional about the people who I have in my life. I'm very big on energies. And so I was like, if I have to, you know, spend a couple weekends by myself, cool. It's me and you until you 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 put me in the situations where I'm meeting the right people. And so yeah. that's what absolutely happened. Yeah. So definitely, man. You sound like me. Energy. It's energy. Yeah. I can read you when you walk in the room. Yes. I probably know how you're feeling before you know how you're feeling. Like I'm yeah. big on energy. And if the energy's not right, I'm removing myself. Absolutely. And that's why, like, when people who I know are introduced to other people, they're like, they have really good energy. I'm like, because I keep good energy around me. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to be around negativity, man? Absolutely. I can't right. do it. I want to be around people who are elevating and yes. who are trying to better themselves and who are pushing me to be a better, a better human, a better person, a better friend, better sister, like, so, yeah. Do you feel like you're walking in your purpose now? I do. Yeah. I do. But I also think that um, chasing purpose has been my thing um, when I first moved out here. Okay. I think it's evolving to a journey, the journey and purpose. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's an evolution. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's like, ooh, I'm trying to go this way. And I'm like, God, okay, what do I do next? And he's like, okay, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you the ending, but I'm not going to tell you how. Yeah. You have to take a step. You have to do the legwork. And then I'll, and I can move, but you yeah. have to take the step. Yes, always. He's going to give you the tools. You got to yes. work. And listen, yeah. when you exhaust all your resources, there's times, you know, you, you're lost. You exhaust all your resources. That's when you really just have to be at his mercy and say, God, as you will, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, see, you know, you know. No, <laughs> I, yeah, like, I do. I'm like, have it your way. <laughs> have it your way. That's what it is, man. Yeah. Every time, you know, and you just have to know it, though. You really have to know it. Have to just let God. When people say let God, like really, you gotta let God, because sometimes mm -hmm. we don't have the answer, and. Yeah. Sometimes we miss the answer. God's going to reveal it to you, but sometimes we miss it. But mm -hmm. if we are diligent, you know, and we are students and we're, you know, have that open relationship with God and that strong relationship and good communication, mm -hmm. he'll guide you. He'll guide you until you are able to see what he's revealing to you. And like I said, he's going to pick it up. He's going to pick up the pieces when you just can't put it together. And that's, I can't express that to people. You yeah. get it. I, I know you get it because I hear it. I heard it. Yeah, yeah, Like, you can't express it to people, though. I've tried to tell people so many times, like, listen, man, you have to exhaust all your resources first. You know, God wants you to, God wants to see that you're willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you, you're going to just have to rely on him. You always, yeah. you can always rely on him, but just, like, really just give it all to him. You know, exactly. Sit down somewhere and let him do his part, you know, be the co-pilot, you know. So, Absolutely. but I can't really express it to people. You just gotta know it. You gotta feel it, and you gotta have that relationship. If you don't have that relationship, Absolutely. that's what's missing in the first place. You know, right? I think relationship is big, right? Because I I feel like the moment where I got super close was when I had that period after college, and I did I really didn't know. I had no idea. I'm like, I'm, I'm you exhausting all my options. Maybe I'll go to the military. Maybe like I'm, I'm go to the Coast Guard and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but I knew that wasn't me, but I got desperate. Yeah. Because I was like, I do not know what I'm going to do with my life. And he was like, I have a bigger plan. You just trust me. You yeah. just keep, keep walking. If you keep taking a step and I'm going to orchestrate, I'm like, that's the biggest thing. He will orchestrate certain things and you just got to, you just got to take that step, take that leap. Even even when I moved down here, I remember 
I'm supposed to move down here on a Thursday. I didn't leave until Sunday. And the next day was uh, that Monday I had to work. I waited to the last day because I was so anxious. Yeah. And I was so scared. And I remember, and I will never forget my dad. It was like 12 p.m. My car was packed. He gently pushed me. He was like, you got to go. You have to go. And I drove nine hours by myself to Atlanta. And I remember having a sense, like I was a little, I was nervous, but having a sense of peace, like he's got me. Yeah. He's got me. No, no, no matter when I don't feel, I don't, I don't think or how's like when I'm worrying and I'm like, okay, well, how's this going to work? Yeah. 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 And see, we have to know that when we are lost in purpose and we're searching Mm -hmm. for it and we just don't see what God's revealing, that's when you really have to just let go and let God, because we do get desperate when we want to feel like we are valuable like we have to have some purpose we're chasing it we don't know what it is that's when yeah. we get desperate i'll just do this i'll go to the army i'll go to the coast guard i'll do it because you just want to feel like feel something feel something feel exactly something. exactly you want to feel something you want to feel productive you want to feel wanted you want to feel involved you want to feel successful all of that but those are yeah. the times when you really have to just give it up to god because you'll mess up your whole life Chasing the wrong thing, doing the wrong things, or I ain't gonna say mess up your whole life, but you'll take years off your life doing doing years of something you weren't supposed to be doing. Just because you made an irrational decision to do this because you wanted to feel something, even though you knew it, like you said, you knew it wasn't for you, but you wanted something, right? You just you just happened to do what you wanted to do. (laughs) (laughs) You was out here doing what you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. You took it to your hands. I didn't tell you to do that, but um, okay. Well, when you when you want to come back, right? We can, get you, we can get you right on track, and that's the biggest thing that I learned. Like, purpose will not leave you behind. No, not at all. Purpose will not leave you behind. That's that's one of the biggest things. So, so sometimes when you're like, well, why am I not? You're exactly where you need to be. Yeah, I say that all the time. You're exactly where you need to be, and sometimes yes. I have to find myself like, I feel like in this season. God is equipping me. And it's crazy because my word for the, the year is evolve. I've been telling people this. My word for the year is evolve. Yeah. And I said that in the beginning of the year. But I didn't understand that with evolution comes transformation. So mm-hmm. God is going to put you in situations in which he has to transform you yeah. so that you can fulfill your purpose exactly and that's and that's what i'm learning in this season like everything that is happening is for a reason he's equipping you everything we're chasing we're not ready for there's certain certain stages to it you know like you said you have to evolve transformed into into what you need to be to Mm -hmm. be able to accept and handle what he's going to provide for you and present you you know absolutely not ready yeah, or you think you're trying to get there. God's like, but that person that I need you to connect with isn't there yet. So yeah. I need you to hold off a little bit longer. I need you to sit here, continue diligently doing what, you, what you're supposed to do. And just let me do what I need to do. You do your part. I do my part. And yeah. that's, 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 that's the way. That's that the is way. the way. That is the way. And that's having that relationship, though. Like, yeah. it's the craziest thing to me. And I try to tell people this, like, you don't get there until you have this relationship. So for me, when I have, I don't want to even say a problem, just a, a situation, right? Mm-hmm. A situation. And I just don't know how it's going to get done or, or what's going to happen or how it's going to happen. That's mm-hmm. almost like I sit there and I almost take a step back and I'm just, like, anticipating it. Like, man, what? God, show me what you're going to do now. Like, it's almost like a game to me. Like, I find joy in it because I know he's going to deliver. I don't worry. I know. I don't know how, but I know for a fact that he's going to reveal it to me. He's going to make it happen. I know it. And I just sit there and I just like, man, I'm just waiting to see what God shows me now. Like, for real. Yeah. And it just feels good to to have that relationship with him and just mm-hmm. have that faith. Absolutely. You cannot... I just cannot instill that in anybody. I can't ex- I can't yeah. it to anybody. Like you have to just build up that relationship Absolutely. and know 
But I swear to you, man, every time it's just like I'm just I'm happy and I'm just sitting there waiting, like, man, I'm just waiting to see what God's gonna do next. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Absolutely. Because you know? I know it's gonna I know it's gonna come to fruition. He's gonna figure it out. It's gonna Absolutely. Yeah. And I I think um for for me sometimes I do worry. I'm human. I won't lie. I do worry. Um, but I will say what helps me is writing down all the times that God has come through. Yeah. And when I do that, or when I or when I go with a a, a heart of a, a posture of gratitude, mm-hmm. and I write down all the things that I'm grateful for, that helps me shift my mindset. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I really don't know how this is going to go. And even with my life, sometimes I'm I'm one of those people that. I'm really like calm, go with the flow. But sometimes when it comes to my life, I want to be in control. Mm-hmm. And God is like, all I need to do is take a step. And you trying to you trying to drive the car. Let me drive. You sit in the passenger seat, but do what you're supposed to do. Yes. For the individuals who are like, but what happens when I worry? Try that. Try writing down, you know, what you're grateful for. And also just reminding yourself of the times when God came through. Because there were so many times when I'm like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. <laughs> yeah. And he came through. Yeah. So try this Try this moving forward, though. I like to say I have concerns and not worry. Mm-hmm. Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, and I know you, like mm-hmm. me, just from us mm-hmm. talking, you know he's coming through for you. Absolutely. You just don't know how. So what's a concern? It's not a worry. Because we're human. Mm-hmm. We're going to have concerns. Because we're human. Absolutely. Period. Because we want the best for us. We want the best for our loved ones. Whatever situation we're in. Like, we want the best, right? So we have concerns. But we know he's going to deliver. Yes. So there's no worry in that. Right. But deep down in your heart, in the back of your mind, you know he's going to deliver. He's going to come through. Right. He's going to come through. You're concerned. You're just concerned. Yeah. yeah. But he's always right on time. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that, you know, we're we're in a generation where we want things instant. Of course. Of <laughs> but course. sometimes and we want it on our time. Of course. And so when it doesn't happen, it's just like Yeah. And and you know what though? God just teaching you patience at that time. Yes. And you got you know, just accept that lesson in that too. Yeah. I have to tell myself too, like, man, I want this right now. Right now. God, I got patience. I got patience and I know you're <laughs> coming through for your boy. But, <laughs> yeah. but that doesn't make you want it any less, you know? So, right. yeah, man. Ah, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Self analysis. What's one thing that you feel that you could be doing better to get you to where you're going quicker? Ooh. Whatever. I would say consistency. Mm-hmm. We all need it. Go ahead, though. <laughs> we all need it. Consistency, for sure. I think the discipline, because uh, I was going to say discipline, but discipline, I have discipline as far like, I will get up. Like, if I say I'm going to work out, I'll get up and I'll work out. But I think it's the consistency of um, doing certain things, like posting content for me. Like, that's one of the things that I'm like, that's, you got to be more consistent with that. Yeah. It's a labor, though. It's a, yeah. I understand it. Trust me. I yeah. try to stay up on it. And what I've done as of late, um, you know, I post on my show weekly and stuff like that. But I just mm-hmm. keep my stories going. I keep my stories going because I find people going to my stories and watching it and watching it and watching it and watching it. I see people on there who never like my posts, who mm-hmm. never comment. But anytime I put something on that story, their face is down there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what I do. I'll post what I need to post on my show. Yeah. And then I just keep my stories going every day. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of stuff. And that kind of helps the algorithm too. Because yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's a labor and I hate it. And I dislike social media. And if it wasn't for the show and acting, I wouldn't be on there. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I hate it. I, I really. I won't say hate. I despise it, though. You have a concern, <laughs> concern for it. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's just so much on that. It's, it's discerning. Just, yeah, it is discerning. Yes, it is. Because it, it, it's so much on there that I'm just, it's just 
just doesn't resonate with my soul and my spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a, such a waste of time. But I get it, though. From a business standpoint, I do yeah. get it, and I understand the the magnitude of it and what it can do for you. I get that, mm-hmm. and that's why I do it. But yeah. I will also say one of the things that I heard, because um, that's the thing that I've heard a lot of people um, talking about, uh, talk about, um, not really liking social media or seeing certain things. Um, mm-hmm. And it also becomes like one of these comparison things. But it's also, you can choose who you follow and exactly. what you follow. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm I'm very, you know, strategic on who, what am I following? Who am I following? Is this feeding my soul? Sure. If it's not, I can hit that follow button. Yeah, for sure. I do that a lot. I don't follow the shade room. I don't follow stuff like that. Gossip mm-hmm. account. I can't do it. News account. I can't do it. I try to follow sports, tech, you know, action, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I still get stuff in my, when I go to search. I don't know what the algorithm algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's your, <laughs> it probably takes in all like mail, all this stuff and just, Man, just, yeah. just, just do whatever. Just because of who I, I, I don't know who interacts with my stuff, you know, or mm-hmm. the hashtags. But when I go to that search, it's BBLs, it's it's everything. <laughs> and I just be like, man, what the hell? I don't look at none of this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Force feeding it to me. But you know, you can like long press on it, and it'll say like not interested, and just keep doing that, and mm-hmm. it'll it'll shift your the um the suggestions be. when you go to explore or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just got to keep doing it, though. It's a task because it'll keep coming back, but you have to keep doing it. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't know about that feature, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go, like, to the search, hit the little search, eyeglass thing, search thing, and go there, and whatever shows up, and mm-hmm. you don't like it, just long press it, and it's going to say, not interested, click it. And just do mm-hmm. that enough. Do, do that enough. Do that enough. <laughs> you'll start seeing the stuff that you really like. Or do this. Do that, do a bunch of that, do, 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 and then go start searching stuff of interest, and then that mm-hmm. starts showing up on there. But eventually, the algorithm will start feeding that bull back in there, and you have to do it all over. Like that. Right, yeah. So, little tip. Anyway, social media is something else, but we need it. It's the way of the yeah. world. It really is. You know, you know it's the way of the world when big businesses are capitalizing. And you got all these influencers doing funny stuff. I mean, look, you just did a commercial, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's the way of the world. If you're in business, doing what we do, we got to have it. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely necessary. And I think um, yeah. using it just, just for impact and kind of to show people. Because I think, like, for me, like, from not posting, people can have certain assumptions about girls on my page and they don't know how I really act. Then you actually meet me, you're like, oh, she's really cool. Like, she's dope. She wouldn't know if I don't post or if you don't get to see, you know, my personality. So, yeah, it's definitely. And just just building building that audience, building that, you know, that brand, you know, and, and, and people buying into you and buying into, you know, your story and who you are. Because right. people, people like, I know, and for me, I like people who are real, who are authentic, who, exactly. you know, can can wear makeup, but then also aren't wearing makeup, who are just authentically themselves. People yeah. people really like that. So. Yeah, for sure. And the numbers matter, you know, especially for us. I mean, you can book a gig by your numbers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you can book a gig by your numbers, period. You could be a better actor, but you have a bigger following, and they will select you. Mm-hmm. I've heard casting directors say that out of their mouths. <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> yeah, seriously, because it's less money they have to put into advertising. Post it on their feed, and they have a million followers, and there you go. Yeah, you know, less money. So I get it, but it's just not for me. But I do it. I gotta do what I gotta do, right? We yeah. all got to do some things we don't want to do that we need to do. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank yeah. you for all your greatness and glory and positivity and good energy and good vibes. <laughs> I really appreciate it. No, I do. Seriously. It's always refreshing. It's 
call it confession. We vibe and we got on that God thing and talking like, yeah. 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 We were aligned. Absolutely. Listen, listen, God, he, he, (laughs) working. He's always working. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, indeed, man. Hey, everybody, make sure you check out Jordan Johnson. Follow her. She's a budding actress. She's a creator. She's, she's wonderful. I'm telling you, all of her links are down in the description. Make sure you check her out. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. Show yeah. her some love. Hit in the DM. Don't holler. Just hit in the DM. Show her some love. <laughs> you know how y'all do out there, man. So much of that. <laughs> so much of that nonsense. Anyway, <laughs> learn how to show people some love without some ulterior motive, you know? Yeah. Love and give, you know, give them some light. <laughs> uh, drop, drop, what is it, that magical emoji? Drop that magical emoji under my pictures. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like that, it's like three little, I, I don't even know what to call it. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh, the, the little star things? The little, the little star things. Yeah, drop that under my picture. Yeah, drop that. And then tap it to like it as well while you're there. Yeah. I, see, I see so many people that just scroll scroll be like oh i like this scroll keep exactly they won't tap it like yo did you tap that that's what they're on there (laughs) for for you to tap it you know especially if it's a business or somebody you know actor whatever tap it we we need you tap just tap the damn picture like two taps that's all it takes man and just keep scrolling you did your part that's it that's all we that's all we want that's all the support we need just to let us know you've been there Showing us some love, just tap it. But instead, right. what do they do? Just flick that thing. Oh, that's cool. Keep on flicking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like I said, thank you so much for coming on the show. It is amazing. You. Great conversation. Like I said, great spirit, great energy. Loved it. You. you know, peace and blessings to everything you got going on. And I pray that you continue walking in your purpose as it evolves. Yes, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's a journey. And right. I want to tell like whoever's watching, um, keep chasing your dreams and do not give up. Like no matter what you're going through, no matter, you know, things, things get rough or things get dark. There is a light. Keep going. Don't give up. Chase your dreams. Pray often. Have faith. You got this. And I'm rooting for you. Yes, we are rooting for you. As well, I want to say I want to add to that too. Chase your dreams, and even if you don't accomplish those dreams, that journey is going to lead you to somewhere you never thought you would be doing something that is satisfying your soul and your desire. Trust me, because I thought that with music, and here I am. Mm. But had I not, you know, been steadfast and stayed course, I might not even be sitting here talking to you doing this, right? You know, because of music. I started doing interview. I started interviewing artists at showcases in clubs and stuff like that because I was doing music and now I'm mm-hmm. doing this. So you might not ever reach that dream because it's not guaranteed to you and it, not, it may not be in your calling. It just mm-hmm. may not be. But you're going to end up somewhere that's going to fulfill you. Yes. It yes. will. You will. Yes. It's all yes. part of the journey. It's all of yes. all purpose. Yeah. Right? trust the process and it's not about the destination like for me it's not even about that destination for me it's about who who am i becoming in the process yes who are you becoming in the process are you becoming a better person because there's nothing like you know having all these accolades and you're not a good person yes you have all these awards you can't take those to the grave so who are you as a person and whose lives have you touched have you have you impacted exactly Yes, man. Yeah. <laughs> we here. We here. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, listen, I'm not going to hold you all night. Like I said, I appreciate you. Um, thank everybody, you. thank you for tuning in. If you're watching on the replay, thank you. If you're watching live, thank you. You know where I'm at every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm right here kicking it with somebody like Jordan, dropping game, gems, and giving you the value. I hope you took something away from this. Hey, listen, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe, share it, follow Jordan, follow me, show that love, hit the screen and like the pictures and the posts. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Just like it, yeah. All right, we out of here, y'all. <laughs>
until next time, peace and love and blessings. We are out. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we out of here, y'all.